Don't forget to grab the checklist for this episode, along with the visual diagrams that are inside that will help you be able to map out your perfect opt-in page for you. And you can grab that at janditchfield.co forward slash 215. Welcome to the No BS Business School podcast, the show where powerhouse women learn how to sell differently, ditch pro marketing, and build financially lucrative businesses. I'm your host, Jan Ditchfield. After spending over 20 years in the charity world, I realized that the fluffy, trendy marketing and sales tactics being taught online aren't all that effective for industry experts like you. In each episode, I give you the tangible steps to build a profitable business that is wildly successful and equally fulfilling. Money, marriage, business strategy, and marketing, we talk about it all. This is where the evolution of your business begins. Let's get started. Well, hey, you, and welcome back to another episode of No BS Business School. If you're coming back to listen again, I want to say thank you so much. And if you're new, I say welcome. This is the podcast that helps real-world subject matter experts master the online side of your business in short, actionable, fluff-free episodes. Today, we're diving into part two of a three-parter dedicated to helping you grow your email list. And if you're just jumping in, if you want to head back to episode 214, I spent a whole episode talking about lead magnets and how to create one that's actually going to convert well for your business. On today's episode, which is 215, we're going to dive into lead generation funnels And on episode 216, we're going to be diving into email marketing. As always, I have a resource that goes along with this. So if you head over to janditchfield.co forward slash 215, you can get your checklist along with a step-by-step on how to create an opt-in page that's going to guide you through what we're talking about in this episode. All right. I want to start this conversation with talking about lead generation funnels and what that looks like. There is a lot of misunderstanding around the term lead, especially when it comes to social media. And many of the conversations online talk about the fact that anybody who is in your world, hovering around, just watching what you're doing and hanging out with you is considered to be a lead for your business. And that's actually not accurate. A lead is someone who's taken an action to give you contact information. That is the only way someone becomes a lead in your business if they've actually actively given you some way for you to get in touch with them. That's a phone number an email address, a physical mailing address, something that you can capture and put into your database. If you don't have that information, you don't have a lead. And what I want to do is take a look at the funnel to get a better idea of how this works. And this is super visual, what I'm about to talk about. So if you get your workbook at janditchfield.co forward slash 215, you can see the complete funnel there. And also there's a checklist for creating your opt-in page, which is what we're going to be discussing next. So the first phase of a lead generation funnel is where we are trying to attract strangers into our world who are the ideal customers for our business. And in order to attract these strangers to us and for us to bring them in deeper, we need to do things to attract them, as I said before. And that's done by using social media, blogging, podcasting, YouTube channels, SEO. You kind of get the idea. It's content you're throwing out to the universe, very specifically designed for that ideal person that you want to serve to capture their attention. And the next step that we want to take is to have them start to follow us. And this is where they move from being strangers to visitors, where they're hanging out in our world, just watching and trying to evaluate if they want to take this relationship to the next level. 
And this is where your followers on social media are in the process. They're just visitors. I've used this analogy before, but think of it as a restaurant. And the people who are standing, looking through the window, trying to decide if they want to go in or not, those are your social media followers. The people who are sitting at the table with a menu in their hand, those are leads. You've now captured them. And in order for us to turn those visitors into leads, we have to convert them. And that's done by using a lead magnet where we offer something of high value for free in exchange for the contact information and a name. Now we have a lead in our business, which is someone who's interested in knowing more about us and what we can do to help them. From there, the next step is closing them, which is where we turn that lead into a customer by offering them the right thing to buy at the right time. And then we start to steward that relationship to turn that customer into a super fan where they become repeat business for us and an advocate for our brand, actively going out and bringing other people to the party. That is a lead generation process. It doesn't matter what kind of business you have. It doesn't matter what you sell. It doesn't matter the transformation you provide. Everybody goes through that exact same process. And now to get our people to move from being visitors to leads, we need two things a lead magnet, and that's what we talked about in episode 214, and an opt-in page, which is what we're going to look at today. Specifically, an opt-in page setup and funnel. Your opt-in page is generally a short page on your website that markets your lead magnet and has a form for people to fill out in order to opt into your email list to get that freebie. I hear a lot of people kind of throw the terms around of opt-in page, landing page, website page, sales page, And they use them interchangeably, but an opt-in page is just that. It is a place for people to opt in to getting communication from you. It's where we capture leads. And a well-done opt-in page has a pretty specific formula to it. So this is going to make it a lot easier when you're looking at building your own out or if you already have some to go back and review if they're optimized properly and working for you because they need to have these things on them. It needs to have a clear message an easy-to-navigate layout, a section to capture their registration information, and the delivery process for your lead magnet. So let's look at each of these parts. Again, make sure to head over to jandishel.co forward slash 215 to get my free workbook to go with this episode because I've broken down the entire framework there step-by-step. And it's always awkward teaching something that's very visual on a podcast, so it's going to help you out if you're a little bit lost. Step one is your messaging. Your messaging on your opt-in page should be clear and using language that's easy for your ideal customer to understand. It also should be really directly related to what it is that they're about to get once they opt in. You also want to make sure that you're calling out the problem they're facing and then speak to the solution, which is your lead magnet, and how it's going to help to resolve that problem for them. This is like baby sales copy is what you're trying to create on an opt-in page to give people enough information that what they're going to get is actually going to be valuable to them so that they take that process of handing over their contact information in an act of good faith that you're actually going to help them. This is why I say, and I talked about it on 214, don't put fluff lead magnets out into the universe. We want to put things out that are going to benefit our business And we want to make sure the language you're using when we promote that is being very, very clear that this is not going to waste your time 
And you're going to be thankful that you actually went through this process of giving me something that's so personal, your email address, in exchange for my free thing. And that comes by making sure that lastly, your messaging is really speaking directly to the transformation process of your free thing. The next thing you want to look at is your layout. Now, how long your page is, I personally feel, should be dependent on what type of lead magnet that you're using. If it's something that's longer and more involved, like a free challenge or a boot camp, you do need to spend more time on the layout and the length. But if it's a PDF or a swipe file, or like what I'm doing on the podcast right now with using checklists and just visual documents to help guide through the teaching that I'm doing, you can keep it shorter. But ultimately, you need to optimize the layout so that it has these specific things on it. The first one is a clear header line that grabs someone's attention. A short sentence, a couple of words, let people know that this is going to be worth their time, again, to invest their name and their email address in order to receive it. The next thing you want is a subheader that outlines the benefit of the lead magnet. I like to think of this as the same way I would with a value proposition. What's in it for the person downloading my offer? A value proposition is going to outline what this lead magnet does, who it helps, and the benefit it's going to give to the person who's downloading it. One sentence, two max, keep it tight and really clear. The next thing to make sure that you've optimized your opt-in page is making sure that you have a clear call to action button and text on that opt-in page. Think about the colors on the button and the language you're using to increase your conversions. One of the mistakes I see made on a lot of websites is using button colors that match your brand. And the problem with that is we don't actually read things, we scan. And so when we're scanning, if the button blends in, our brain isn't triggered to think, oh, I need to click on that. So we just pass right on by. But instead, if you use colors like yellow, orange, or blue, our brain recognizes those colors a lot faster and we know that we're meant to click it. This is not me making this up. This is actual fact. Yellow, orange, blues, best colors to use on opt-in buttons. Sales page for a lead magnet, anything you have, make sure you're using those colors or close variations of them. And then when you're using the language on your opt-in, like on the button itself, try to think about using things that is not passive language, like download now, sign up. Instead, be creative and be energetic. You can use the solution directly in the call to action. Grow your business now. You can use something fun like, yes, Jan, please help me. Obviously changing up my name for yours. However you align it to your brand, just make sure it's not going to be something that, again, people look at and go, meh, I think I'll pass. We want to give them a reason to finish this action. And the last two things you want to make sure you have in place if you truly want to optimize the layout is making sure you're using a relevant image on your opt-in page. And that is not your logo. Your logo only belongs in the left-hand corner of your site. You can use a picture of yourself. You could use a stock image as long as it's high quality. But many of us are visual thinkers. So including an image will help you with your conversions. And don't forget to use alt text on that image for people who are not visual learners. And lastly, all of these things I just talked about belong above the fold. 
which is what people will see the minute they land on your site, whether they're using a computer or their phone before they start to scroll. If your button is below the fold, you will lose conversions. Bring it up higher. From there, you want to be looking at how you're capturing the data you need to consider these people to become a lead. And that is on your opt-in form. Are you only asking for their first name and their email address? Because the more information you ask for, the less likely they are to fill it out. First name and email address is more than enough. It gives you a chance to personalize messages and is the information you need to put into your CRM. The other thing you want to make sure is that once they opt in, you should be automatically redirecting these people to a thank you page, which includes some language on next steps like where they need to go in order to get the free thing you're delivering. The language on most of mine says, check your email box. Something really magical is going to be landing there any moment. And if you have trouble, here's the contact information in order for us to help you, which is always my customer service email. And lastly, does it look professional? This is the first impression. It's one of those times when you need to be really thinking about your design or buying a template that matches your brand and looks good. One of the ways that I fast track this process is by creating one template that I can duplicate over and over and over again. And then I modify it every single time I set up a new opt-in funnel so that I can have the whole process set up in usually an hour or less. And then the last thing you want to make sure you have set up is your delivery of your freebie. And this is done by integrating your form to your email marketing platform. So their contact information is added to your system and an automation is triggered in the back end to deliver your lead magnet from there. Now we can have a whole episode dedicated to what the best email marketing platforms are, but I'm gonna fast track this if you don't have this set up yet and use ConvertKit. It's what I use, it is what I like better than anything I've ever used in my entire career, and there's a free or paid version of it. And if you check the show notes, I put a link down there for you to access it right away. Now that automated email that's gonna get sent out should be a welcome from you to say, hey, I'm so glad you're in my world. It includes the freebie as I click here to download. And then it should send them into the next step of the nurture funnel, which is where you start to deliver regular email content weekly or more. And that's what we're going to be talking about on episode 216, what to say once you have them in your world. So I'll repeat that. That email that you send out to deliver your freebie should include a really warm welcome message, the link where they can download whatever it is you're giving them, and then some indication that you're going to add them to a regular communication from you, and then a tag that makes sure you do that. Wherever you're going to send them, we will talk about what your options are on the next episode. And that is it. You now have a funnel set up that moves your visitors into leads so you can nurture those relationships and eventually start selling to them. Part three is coming up next, and that's on episode 216, and we'll be diving into email marketing, as I mentioned before, from the content and the strategy perspective. So if you are someone who hates to email your list, I'm going to teach you a system that I use that makes everything far easier and far more enjoyable when you're trying to figure out what to say every single week. Don't forget to grab the checklist for this episode, along with the visual diagrams that are inside that will help you be able to map out your perfect opt-in page for you. You can grab that at janditchfield.co forward slash 215. And if you're still trying to figure out what the best lead magnet is, head back to episode 214 because I got you covered there. As always, thank you so much for spending time with me. 
I always love that you make me part of your day and your business. And until the next time we talk, stay resilient. I'll catch you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a five-star rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at jandishville.co. Stay resilient and I'll catch you on the next episode.